0: Everyone, welcome to our kind of homesteading. I'm Sherry and I'm Shauna, and we're talking about homesteading, <laughs> <laughs> but like for real, like all things homesteading—not all the specific things, but basically, you know, just basically anyone can homestead more or less, no matter where you live. Well, and yeah, you know, and we're gonna get into
1: you know how to plan out your homestead, your homestead, yeah. <laughs> um, We've talked a lot about different animals and stuff like that that you can have on your homestead, but we thought we should hit up on basically who should homestead because I feel like um the crazy homesteaders, not crazy but like super all about it, that <laughs> are like into off, it, yeah, homesteaders. Yeah, off the grid. Yeah, which we're not by the way, obviously. Well, obviously since we're
0: running a podcast.
1: Podcasting. But um they, you know, think that you can really only be a homesteader if you're like, you know, processing your meat and growing all your food and and we're like, we're, yeah, that's awesome for whoever does that. That's, yeah. that's super cool. I love it. It is super but, cool. But, um, you know, not everybody is in that situation. So like, we are very lucky to have land. Not everybody has land though, but you can still homestead. You can still accurate how you can, homesteading is all about trying to be self-sufficient. And so however you can be self-sufficient, Whether that is you have a small garden in your backyard, whether that you have a container garden on your porch of your apartment, and then you do things like making your own candles or buy, you know, you go and get your food at farmer's markets from farmers and you get beeswax and you make your own candles or whatever it is, like that, that is, that's homesteading.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: So um, there's no kind of limit to it is what we want to talk about Today. today. Right. So who should homestead? Everybody. Yep, cover that, everybody. You know, even like you live in an apartment,
0: you can sell homestead. You can make tinctures. You can make tonics. You can have a little garden out on your little balcony or out in a little air, you know, backyard area. You can, you know, the, a container gardening. It's a crazy thing, and you can hang. You can hang containers. You can stack them. There's so many different ways but, for just for gardening purposes. And I mean, there's just so much you can do in, in a most, small space. Well, and
1: in most cities. There usually are community gardens, and if there's not a community garden, I'm sure you could talk to your local whoever to figure out for a community garden.
0: Your local whoever.
1: That's local a term. whoever. <laughs> Look it that's up. A very very <laughs> specific term. Um. Anyways, and then um, and then whatever your space is, you want to plan for your space. So if you do have land, that's awesome. You obviously have more to plan. Um, plan out your space, even if you have had your land and then you never really thought about, like, homesteading, and it might sound weird to people that are getting into it that don't have land or something like that, but, Uh you know, some people just are raised on land and, like, we were raised on property, um, you know, since our... Like, before we were, like, pre-teens. Right. And so we have just always been on property, but we never were necessarily homesteaders when we were younger. No, my like, parents are. No, no. I um, mean, mom loves goats. She loves goats. She loves goats. She loves goats. But my dad and is dad, not a manual labor person. No, my dad say.
0: says he went to law school for a reason. That's
1: right. <laughs> that's to not get his hands dirty. <laughs> so that, it's not for everybody. Yeah, it's so, for everybody. and so
0: that's a good point, too. Just because you have property doesn't mean you're homesteader. I know, actually, I know quite a few people, actually, who have property, and they don't homestead. Yeah. So, and that's obviously fine, too. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah.
1: So, you got, um but you know, Yeah, go if you're getting into, if you're getting into it, you're just kind of figuring out, like, yeah, this, it does, you know, is, is super um, satisfying. I really do enjoy this. And then you, okay, you've lived on your property, and you want to plan for your space. Or you lived... You can live in an apartment, you can live in a house, whatever. You want to plan for whatever space you have. So, and you want to use the most of your space. And this obviously sounds obvious, but it it's it's hard because, um, like, Sherry has a smaller house. And especially with all of her kids in it, it can get quite small sometimes. So she has to be kind of creative with her storage ideas and how she can store all of her, her canning items and things like that. So it can get tricky depending on your situation, I guess. Right, right, accurate, yeah. And um,
0: But you're lucky to have the land so you can have sheds. Right, because we're on 10 acres and we have a lot of outside space yes. where we can put a lot of, you know, like some of my canning is outside in one of our sheds. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, and obviously, um, you know, it de- like... So this gets tricky. So, like, for bulk items and stuff like that, like, you need, if you're going to have those kinds of stuff outside and you're not going to put it in, like, a root cellar that keeps cool, then in the summer it can get pretty hot here. Depending on where you live, you need a plan for that. So, because things can turn uh, bad pretty quick. So, you know, Sherry has her shed insulated, and it's really nice. And um, it, it stays pretty cool. It, it's in a spot where it's shadier, so it gets shade you know, all day. So it's not going to get, um, the temperatures aren't going to get up there as if it was going to be in the sun and it's not insulated and all that stuff. So, and so that's what we're saying when you, when we're, when we say you need to plan out and think, like think
0: about, okay, I'm, I, yeah, I definitely want to have all of my canning, you know, your spaghetti sauce, all your applesauce, you know, whatever the heck you're canning. I'm going to have it in a shed because I don't want to take up space in my kitchen. So where am I going to put this shed? Obviously you're not going to put it in the middle of a sunny field, hopefully. I mean, I think it's obvious, but I don't know. Maybe it's not obvious. Well, so, and some yeah. people
1: don't so, have all the natural shade, too. Right, and so if you don't really have natural have shade, plan. you got to, you know, construct yeah. some... so you really have to think about um, your space and what you have and what you want out of it. So, like, I am super into gardening. I love gardening, so I have a really large garden because I want to put a lot of my space towards gardening. Um I don't know if you guys can hear the small children screaming in the background, but, like, it's really distracting. (laughs) If you can, count yourself lucky. You don't have to deal with it. Um, They're fine. They're fine. They're just, they're playing. Screaming with joy. Yes. (laughs) They're having a great time. Um, Anyways, and so it's hard because when you plan for your space, and I, I think when you first start homesteading, you think you have to be... This other person or like your friend's a homesteader and they have Yeah, they're doing it this certain way.
0: Yeah. And maybe that's you have the to only be like way. That. No, I'm and there's f- just so many ways. Like we I mean, I know we've mentioned our friend Casey up the hill multiple times. I think we actually mention every podcast. We love her. Anyways, she's up the hill. She is definitely a homesteader. She processes animals and does a lot of other stuff. You know, but we she's, don't process animals. She's more
1: into the animals. Yeah, and, more into the animals. But they don't have um they don't have, have a huge, garden. They don't have a garden. And yeah. They're more in the animals and the chickens and, you know, getting the eggs and they make stuff from like the the milk from their dairy goats and stuff like that. So that's how they make they're, yeah. They're yeah. They their big on own the meat, meat.
0: Which is and that's their type of home setting. Whereas our type of our home kind of our home kind setting. of home setting is about, you know, um, our land our animals for sure, but we don't eat any of our animals. And then we are big on our gardens. I also have a huge garden and we're big on making those You know, the tinctures, the tonics. Yeah. Ours is more
1: about, um, the for our families, uh, we we had mentioned in a different podcast that we got into homesteading because we are trying to provide just more healthy, um, sustainable options for our children.
0: Yes. And so I think to answer your question about what type of homesteading you want or will have or should have you should answer the question of, okay, what do I want out of it? Like, Absolutely. why why am I doing this? Yeah,
1: why are you doing it? And um, that's, like, a and gr- great And that'll give you answer. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very simple. And yeah. Yeah, so and, a, and I think the best way when you start off, I think it's to start small. Like, even if you have a bunch of space, have, like, a five-year plan. Not, like, I need to get this all done in six months. No, yeah. I mean,
0: be realistic.
1: because yeah. I mean, you don't only,
0: only have home setting in your life. Uh, you might have kids, and if you have kids... That's a whole or other full
1: time job. Yeah,
0: or a full time job, and
1: that you might be willing or to you break might have away. Both. Yeah, you, might, you know. Yeah. Like,
0: and so, anyways, you know, it just depends on your situation, Depends on situation, your life, and you know what's in it.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like Sherry said, like why are you homesteading? Some people do it because they want to literally like leave their job and make money homesteading. Um, you know, like we talked about how we do it because just for the healthier options for our, our children and our family um some people just do it because they really enjoy like we also enjoy it I don't think you could do it if you don't enjoy it yeah you definitely could not do homesteading it's, unless a, it's you, a lot of like, work it's a lot of
0: work and you have to enjoy outdoors you gotta enjoy dirt I love being outside <laughs> you gotta enjoy
1: dirt you have Bugs. you have to not being dirty be bothered by dirt don't I get mean get mine but yeah don't <laughs> don't mind like you know Get some dirt under, yeah, all kinds of poop. Dirt
0: under your fingernails, and if you got animals, you can't let poop bother you or, you know, throw up and Mm. blood. You know, yeah, because shit's gonna happen, people, and your animals are gonna get hurt a lot of it. (laughs) Literally, yeah. So um, think about that too. That's a really good point. You got to think about what you can handle, and if you're like, oh god, no, I don't want to deal with like animals, then you don't have to have animals on your homestead. Like just you know, gardening and doing all the herbal remedy stuff foraging and, yeah and foraging yeah, medicinal exactly. gardens there, it's like there's so much to do it doesn't have to be just centered around animals and it can be, actually be a little bit of both and a little bit of everything or just one thing you yeah, know it's whatever you want
1: yeah so um we definitely didn't do everything at once like i said when we were younger we had animals we had chickens we had goats and but we didn't really do a lot with them besides like we collect the eggs and we're amazing <laughs> um when we baby were, steps people baby that's steps right. and then it wasn't until we were a little older that we started doing the dairy goats and started getting milk from the goats started making dairy uh ma- making the soap cheese and soap and you know yeah so we kind of like can of get into it slowly and now that I we have our own space and we're you know have our own families we kind of got more into it just because we saw the benefits that you know for our kids and for ourselves, and just that we we both really enjoy it. I much would I would much rather be outside than inside. Oh my gosh! Probably because my I, house yes. is always a mess, though. But.
0: <laughs> and I don't, I don't look know. at it. I don't even <laughs> care if my house is clean or not. I'm just like I mean I'm going outside, people. I like yeah. I just I want to be outside. I crave like, the sun. I crave the dirt. I crave being in my garden. I know. I, I crave, crave being with my animals. Yeah, me too. You know, even watching my kids play
1: outside, like oh, yeah. so much fun. What? When it's like raining all day, it's like, huh. I know. So I'll still lame. go out in the rain. I mean but, I love like, the rain, but yeah. go away. When the sun. Um so yeah. And then so we talked about like having like storage space. So I um for my like canning items and like bulk items and I think when people also think of homesteaders they kinda of think of um like preppers. Hmm. Really? Yeah. They're they're I think so they coincide. I think they go so, together? Because like, you know, you Preppers are all about like being able to survive after something happens, right? And And apocalyptic event. Exactly. And homesteaders, like they they almost can survive or some of them could survive. Yes, right? I guess. So it kinda goes hand in hand. hand hand. So I think a lot of people that are interested in homesteading are also interested in preparing for like a disaster that they would have to be like hunker down for like a time. Yeah. And so if that's also something that you're thinking about, then your storage might need to be a little bit larger. Your bulk items like, where you store them and how you store them. Well, and how keeping. many people you have. I mean, I, that's, mean yeah. I think that's a whole new... Mom. Mom
0: freaking loves prepping. Oh heck yeah she does she and it's hilarious i'm always like do you want there to be an apocalyptic I mean, she does like Jesus. she she's she gets, like, like giddy about it she's like this is what we would do here is the plan <laughs> here is your bug out bag like when the it's called a bug out bag it's such a weird bug out bag, yeah. a when, out bag." when bag. the uh
1: coronavirus happened like a <laughs> year ago and like she, oh man she was, man. She oh, was like man. at costco she had her two she's like this is
0: my moment i'm shining that person
1: that you were like why are you you buying and she'd be she'd tell everybody i'm buying for 15 people um she she, I like, mean, she was, was she was she was buying for <laughs> Wait, 15 people lie. we have a big family but we're she, like mom
0: mom we need things but Go. she was
1: like obsessed with like okay everybody has to have so much of dried rice so much of dried beans and i don't know what she thought was going to happen with the coronavirus but um she pretty she thought like covid was going to like be like okay this is it we're all gonna have to hunker down for forever and like it, it was just so funny about how, like, the how at the beginning of it, oh, how you man. thought it was, like, you know, you're like, this is how it's going to be. This is, like, whatever. And then, like, towards the middle and everyone's, like, in their PJs, like, crying into their phones because they're like, I want to go to Starbucks. Like, it's like, it was totally different. I feel that, Shauna. I, I wanted to go to Starbucks. <laughs> no, we all were able to. It was just, like, what, Starbucks was closed for a few weeks? We're all like... <laughs> <laughs> we're having withdrawals. Please open. It's oh been, God! It's so been yeah. Um, days. So depending on what kind of homesteader you are, if you're a prepper or whatever, we're not dissing on preppers. I think you know. No, my mom's just legit nuts. I mean, we love her. <laughs> <laughs> we freaking love my mom. No, and you're, I, I talk. She's smack. listening to this, by the way. She probably is. Mom, I we talk, love you. <laughs> I talk a lot of smack, but and we are so close with to my those mom. Lentils, okay? She did <laughs> COVID. She was like,
0: "Here is your pound. Here are your no, five of pounds. pounds of lentils." Yeah, you have no idea how long it took me to find the lentils. Yeah. Everyone was out. I scoured the stores. I she found did. them. She did. She did. So yeah, you, uh, you want something? You, you sick mom on it. That's she's got true. It. But yeah, we love her and she's awesome and she does so much for us. It's an insane. Best grandma in the world. Best grandma in the world. So,
1: um, so yeah, the. What? How? What I did is so. My laundry room is like it's weird. It has this little place that they also put like it's another door and it almost looks like a closet, but there's like a toilet in there. <laughs> I don't know. So random it is.
0: It's so tiny and too. so um,
1: reminds
0: me of like an airplane toilet. Yeah, it's really small. Like, exactly. <laughs> it. it reminds Doesn't you like when you go in like you have to like turn around, shut oh, yeah. the door. <laughs> it's, Like so
1: awkward. <laughs> so awkward okay we've never used this and so i'm like i'm putting in shelves in here because this is all all my why not yeah that's great it is love it, it it's shut completely it's all like nice it's like inside so like i don't have to worry about like you know mice and stuff getting to all the things i can put all my bulk items on the bottom you're gonna like rip out the toilet it's gonna be great my husband is like He's he like wants to hold on to this toilet for some reason. He's never used it either. It's not like he's an attachment to this toilet, but like he's like no, like I want to like use it as a bathroom. No, uh no. (laughs) Two two little letters. That's never happening. First of all, like it's legit. I mean, why has
0: he ever used it? Why does he want to use it all of a sudden? Just because you want to take the toilet out? Yes. Yes. He's like. No, no. No, no. Can't he ha- change. He has a
1: problem, like, holding on to stuff. Yes. Even though yes. he's, like, oh, like, you have an attachment to a toilet? Like, I don't understand. He, maybe he has, he has a problem with change.
0: Well, he I see definitely it. it's has fine.
1: a problem. If you're listening to Sunny, I love you. You're a amazing. A few of my kids have problems with change, too. <laughs> my 10-year-old <laughs> well, like, used
0: to cry when we'd take out, like, the, maybe, Christmas, maybe the Christmas tree. Christmas <laughs> tree. A couch, we get a new couch, a new mattress. She would hang onto the mattress crying. No, Daddy, don't take the mattress out. And we're just like, uh, honey, we're getting a new mattress, let go.
1: See how, how much we've, like, trained our children to, like, reuse items, like, hold on to things. She's like, like, I can do something with this yeah. mattress, I promise. And we're like, "Honey, it's going to. We're going gonna to make it, we're going to take not, out the stuffing no. and make it into a dog bed. Yeah, we're, it's not happening. So, um uh ways to make money at homesteading there are lots yeah there are and depending on how much you put into it obviously is what you're going to get out of it but you um
0: you got to put the effort in to make money obviously and money's not going to just happen overnight and you know there's a lot of different ways i mean if you have a huge supply of vegetables from your garden you could take them to farmers markets Yep. Sell there. You're going to need to go through some hoops. Obviously, fill out applications. Blah blah blah. Just look up for your local mm-hmm. farmers market. But that's a way to make some money. Uh, um, goat
1: milk soap, like we talked yeah. about, we made a bunch of soap, and everyone mm-hmm. loves it all the time. There's never oh, yeah. like never a shortage of people
0: who don't love goat milk
1: soap. Yeah, but there a is bunch a of huge, p- a very very
0: large. Uh, what do you call it? I'm blanking on the word. Supply. No, well, that too, but um, you know. Okay. Every, there are so many people online that make saturated, it. So, like, yeah. very saturated. Thank you. Very saturated, uh, you know. doesn't on words I today. have words today. Stop. Leave me alone. Anyways. They, go Milk Soap. It's, you know, again, it takes some effort to make. It has to cure for six weeks. But people do love it. And you could sell it online. You could sell it on it's, Facebook. It's, it's you could sell it to It's actually relatively friends. easy to make. Yeah, it is easy. So, um. But. You can make lotions. You yeah. can make lip scrubs. You could make. I mean, there's so many things you could make. And if you're going to get in, there's also edible things you can make, but, like, we live in California, and if we were to make something edible and then sell that, we would have to have what's called a cottage license. uh, More or less easy to get, but it's steps, and there's hoops to jump through. They have to come inspect your kitchen, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, we've never really done it, but, yeah, there's a lot of things you can do to make money homesteading. Uh,
1: Bees are another one. Yeah, bees. People sell honey. Um, You have Uh to have... A lot of hives obviously in the space to have the hives or somewhere to put the hives if you got into bees my father-in-law's a beekeeper uh we have bees here i love i love bees um you know not only do we get the honey from it but we get the beeswax which we make candles out of yes and then we also make Kids a bunch that. of uh solves and ointments from the beeswax we make our uh sunscreen from the beeswax mm-hmm. so we make a lot of things from with the beeswax, like you, you just need it for so many different recipes that we use all the time. So um, it's super cool to be able to have that. And then the, um, you actually make m- more money not selling the honey. Like you can make a lot of money selling the honey, but to make um, a substantial amount to where you wouldn't need to work, <laughs> you you actually um, you know rent out your hives to different orchards so they can. Um, right and that that makes a pretty good um penny people yeah for them to pollinate all the different sorry our our sherry's 13 year old came in because you know everything is a pressing matter we need like a light (laughs) on our our door that says like or a lock (laughs) just on the inside. that seems easy Right, <laughs> too easy. Sean's so like, can...
0: we need a flashing oh, neon sign that, that says, says "Recording oh, in yeah. Progress." <laughs> and I'm like, or just a
1: lock. Or we just a lock, lock those little monkeys I, out. The light just sounded fun, but fine. It fairy. is fun. Fine. A no, lock. you should get your light if you want it. Um, so yeah, so b- people really make a lot of money with um bees, oh, bees and leasing out the bees to the different the hives, the leasing hives, the orchards and stuff like that. But it is like you have to have Time, a flatbed trailer and you have to really know, obviously bees and how to be a beekeeper before you were to do that i mean yeah support. i mean
0: obviously but it's doable i mean shauna's father-in-law just figured out like all on his own so oh again,
1: yeah, yeah i mean yeah yeah, yeah so it's it's and definitely doable a of, and it
0: can look le- it can legit make you over like six figures a year or not even joking
1: yeah so and again, uh, depending to, on how many halves you have yeah um, you gotta put the effort in you know yeah and then you have to be like again like a super good beekeeper at like knowing what you're doing yeah so um keep those bees alive right So, bees are a great way, but that is, like, uh, pretty much a full-time job. Um, You have to go around and always, like, you know, tend to your hives. So, if you're doing that, I don't know if you could... Unless you had somebody else, like, homesteading, like, your partner or whatever, and you... So, anyways. um, Baked goods, obviously, sure, I talked about a cottage license, but if you're into, like, you know, we make a lot of stuff with our um, goat milk. Uh, We make a lot of our own breads. Um, so, but we don't sell anything. We give people, like, food. We're like, here, we made this. It's amazing. Try it. But, uh, we don't sell it just because we don't have a college license. Right. Um, people also do herd shares.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, selling your milk. Again, we're in California. Technically, we are not legally allowed to sell our goat milk to anything. Unless they are, yeah, unless they are only feeding it to their animals, A lot of people get goat milk to
1: feed to their pigs if they fatten them up.
0: It's expensive, but they do it. And then, um, so there's something, another way to get around this that I've seen plenty of people do uh, is called a herd share. And so, how that works is you would set, like, let's say you have all these goats, you have all this milk. You would have people come, they would sign, or cows, they would sign contracts and they would pay you, like, let's say they gave you $75 down. And now they own a portion of this goat. And, okay, so I don't know about all the legalities of it. I've never personally looked into it. I just know the basics. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, like, okay, yeah, so they own my goat. What if something happens to the goat? Like, Like can they claim it? Or vet bills even, right? Like, do they have to pay a portion of vet bills? I'm assuming so, right? I would assume so, since they legally own. So since they legally own a portion of this goat, they are legally allowed to drink that milk. Like, obviously, the state of California can't tell me I can't drink my goat milk. I mean, they're my freaking goats. So this is how they get around it. Genius, right? But if you're going to get into that, it definitely can make you a pretty penny. I know a family that makes a really good amount of money off of it.
1: They have cows, though. So.
0: No, they have. No, there's one with goats. Uh, I know I know, I know a couple about. with cows, uh, okay. but there's one with goats. Um, and... Um, but you'd have to look into, the, like I said, the, the legalities. Depending and, on where you live. Yeah. Again, and it, this is going to be dependent on what state mm-hmm. you live in. Um, other, some states don't have any laws as far as being able to sell your goat milk and cow milk. Congratulations. If, that's did. awesome. And I wish <laughs> I was in your your, your uh, state. Your state. I mean, I I maybe, I take the back. I don't. I love California, but it is you know. Anyways, so look into your state, what laws they have governing that. If you're that. interested
1: in, like, the herd shares. Yeah. sure like I said it. Or
0: interested in even selling selling your goat milk or cow milk at all. You know, you can yeah. sell it just without herd shares. You can just sell it depending on where you live. So,
1: yeah. Good way um, to make money. Renting out goats. We've talked about this in other podcasts about, like, renting out ghost, goats to eat down, like, weeds and stuff for, like, fire prevention. So, um, if you have a large herd and you're not, like, showing that herd or worried about them, um, in that way, because you know, when they're out on somebody's property, you can't really protect them from predators and stuff like that. They're usually just um maintained by like a small fence or like an electric, like wire. Well, There's I've seen like them. Crazy. You can have you can have an, a livestock guardian dog with them. There's plenty depends, of birds though, right?
0: I think it. I think it would um, depend on like the city. On yeah, the city. But if they allow ordinances? goats, they allow dogs.
1: I, I've I've seen a lot, like, on, like, the freeways. Like, yeah, and they in, don't have dogs. And they don't have dogs. But There's one that's... They probably don't. I mean, but I just sort of think of, like, coyotes. Like, whenever... You know what I'm saying? Like, coyotes are everywhere, especially...
0: I would think if you're going to have... If you're renting out... If you're going to rent out a large herd and they're your goats, personally, I would want to protect those animals. There's safety in numbers to a certain extent, but... You know, well, the, four coyotes could easily take down a goat, and they're all just going to run, and, and they I don't have train, any kind I've of... never
1: looked into this, so we don't know. They might have something where, if like a goat dies when it's like on, you know, whatever, you have to, you know, it might be in the contract something. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Animal? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Again, either. it's just another. We're just giving
0: you. Lots of different ways to make ideas. money. Your ideas. Oh, your eggs. Holiday? You yeah. can sell your chicken okay, eggs. Okay, and so you do yeah. not need a cottage license to sell which your chicken cool. eggs, which is we really do, cool. We sell eggs. I yeah, mean, we, we sell don't, eggs. It's not like
1: we make a significant amount of money, but, like, no, you know, people always want fresh eggs. We have more than enough chickens, so we're like, here, have some eggs. And, yeah. And um, yeah. it's it's easy, and uh, we have a friend that her daughter, her, her teenage daughter, sells their eggs, and it's a way for her to basically to make money. Yeah. Um, to where, basically, you know, you're not going to make a crazy amount, but she makes a fair amount to where she can, you know, go off and buy whatever and not have to really worry about it. She's obviously not paying a mortgage, but, you know, <laughs> it's all great. Right, right. And is it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're, like, kid wants to get into something. But I don't, don't know.
0: know. There's a gal in uh, Up the hill and she has, like, over 100 hens, and they all lay, like, very consistently. Mm-hmm. So she literally has, like, 100 eggs a day, and she sells them, like, nice. all of them. Nice. And so you know you're thinking, I don't know, I'm not gonna do that math real fast, but I don't even know what she sells a dozen for. But I don't know, it's you know, again, if you had tons well, of chickens and that was your it, yeah. thing, it's like you could easily make a pretty good penny off that. Yeah. I mean, at least
1: I don't know, are you into Starbucks? It'd
0: be good Starbucks money. <laughs>
1: that's, that's true. Well, uh, Ronan, my son, who he's um, ten. And he was just asking because he was like, I want to start making my own money. And I was like, okay, well, you're too young to get a job. But I was like, we are talking about different ways that he could do it. And yeah. since our property, like, it, how it is, like, he could pretty much put up a little, like, farm stand. But I just don't know, like, you know... Permits and stuff like that. So you have to like look into that depending on where you're at. Because he wants to like sell our vegetables, like the excess stuff that we have, which we never really have a lot because we have such a big family. Right. We, and I lo- I can everything, and I like to use right, everything. Right. Right. I'm like you're greedy like, like that. No. Those strangers ain't getting nothing. But like you know, he could sell the eggs potentially yeah, and yeah, stuff like that, sure. like the extra stuff. So I need to think of something for him because he's like all about that right now, and he should a little entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Do yes, it. You should. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. So um, so yeah. Going back to, like, planning out your space and, like, planning depending on what you're passionate about, there are, like, really, um, like, good things you can look up. Um, I don't have words to say either. (laughs) Uh, Good things you can look up. That was very specific. Um, You can look up actual, like, charts of, depending on your space, like, how to break it down. If you really want to, like, go all out and be like, this is our plan. This is what we want to do. So you have a space for your solar panels. You have a space for your garden. You have a space for your... Uh, you know, dairy goats or animals, you have a space for your orchard and your fruit trees. So it, like, really breaks it down, and you kind of can, you can see, like, oh, I, I do want that, or that is a good idea. Like, a uh, space for your compost, um, uh, what else am I, I forgetting? mean, bees, there? you know. Yeah, space for I your mean, bees. Literally anything that
0: you want to have in your homestead, you know, just kind of map it out. Okay, just because you map it out, and just because you're like, this is how I think it should go, it doesn't mean that things can't evolve. Like Absolutely. on our property, we our chickens were where our pool is now, <laughs> so we moved our chickens across the property to the other side of the five the, the top five acres and um and and so and my point is things will evolve, things will change. Mm-hmm. You add more people to your family, more animals, whatever the heck you know, fence lines change. Like I don't know, so uh, keep an open mind. I guess
1: is my point. I I think if you you do want to do solar panels though, which I think it's always a good idea. Yeah, definitely. I think it is that, that would probably be the first thing you want to plan out or have the, whoever's putting them up, come out and tell you where the best spot is for those, just because they can't be anywhere. They have to be specifically, or if you're going to put them on a roof or your barn roof or whatever. And then if you want to build a barn, like you have to have that on a pretty flat space or you have to have, you know, bring in, you know things to uh, you know grip the
0: ground and make flat. so you do
1: have to have some kind of forethought like definitely things can evolve and things can change but obviously things like buildings you're not going to be able to move that building later on or you're not going to want to so putting your barn that's accessible if you do want a barn what how you build your barn is going to depend on what kind of animals you have like a horse barn is quite different from like a goat barn with a milking parlor. It's, right, right. It's just all very different. It's just like you don't need like the huge horse stalls or and stuff like that if you have goats. Um, uh, you know, some people just use their barn to store um, their uh, farm equipment. Right. You know, which, again, you if you don't have a place to store farm equipment, that's something else you have to think about, like having, you know, something where they can get under and out of the rain. Um, oh, you're going to need some place
0: to store your hay. If you have animals, you will be feeding them hay of some sort, and hay cannot get wet, and it cannot just sit out. More than likely, because you will either have your animals walking around eating it. If you have anything free ranging, or deer like, coming, like we have it. alpacas free ranging, or the deer come in to get it, we don't have that problem because our dogs keep the deer away. But alpacas, you know, they they munch down on that stuff.
1: Yeah, so. Make sure you have a secure place for your hay or have like a feed barn or feed storage. Uh, uh, What else was I just thinking and I can't remember. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, it's fine. Um, Well, shoot. I can't remember. Oh, um, (laughs) we, in the winter, we don't heat our house with like a heater. We only use our wood stove. And so we have to have somewhere to store our wood. wood. Yep. And so if that is the case for you as well, or if that's what something you want to, do and get away from like he- a heating using that energy and just going to like a wood stove i mean it literally heats our whole house oh I yeah love ditto. It. Ditto um, but like the wood and we don't like a lot of people will buy like it's called a cord of wood um we don't buy that just throughout the year we look for any down trees people getting wood. people are always like here come pick up this you know, these rounds and we'll just go and pick up whatever, whatever we can find. And then we split it all and we have it for the whole winter. And so we don't have to spend any money on heating our house.
0: I know. Yeah. Ditto. No, we just, I mean, we always have trees somewhere down on the property. So my husband and boys just go down there and chop it up. Yeah. So wood.
1: that's another thing, no depending on your budget and why you are homesteading. If you're homesteading because, um, you know, yeah, and you could be homesteading for multiple different purposes. Like, we do it, and I do a lot of it because I am trying to save money. I am trying to yeah, not necessarily definitely. make money, but I don't, you know, want to have that out, you know, spending money on something. Like, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Even little little things. Like, I don't spend money on soap because we make it. I don't right. spend money on sunscreen. Sunscreen. Yeah. We make all of that
0: stuff. Um, Normally medications, like over-the-counter medications. Like, we don't spend money on that kind of stuff because we make all that Kind of stuff for us and our kids, mm-hmm. and even like vegetables when it is you know see the season for vegetables. Yeah, and we have, our gardens are all you know producing. We don't we don't spend a lot of money on vegetables, and that's
1: why we are into canning too. Is because we have right we try to have enough when we have a ear. surplus
0: of tomatoes. You know you can spaghetti sauce and you can tomato sauce mm-hmm. and
1: in the um like springtime through your summer your chickens are going to be giving you more eggs and then they kind of drop in productivity through the fall and the winter and they don't give as much because it's cold and they're like screw you (laughs) and so what you can do when you have an excess of eggs where you're not using as much and if you're not selling them too um you can basically get the um what's it called lime the hydrate hydrated lime yeah you can get it at a feed store and you basically mix it in water and you put the eggs in it and it basically keeps the eggs fresh for up to a year outside of your fridge. So Which you can, is amazing. And obviously you would
0: need very large containers. Lime, is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you said hydrogen I'm gonna have to definitely try that this year. I don't say I actually, actually don't have a lot of we, yeah. we use so many for Easter. So dumb. <laughs> and we did. We used some, mom likes, she's like, Okay, boil five dozen eggs. I'm like, Freaking five dozen? What the heck are you doing with those eggs, woman? And What'd she's like do with them? I, she made deviled eggs.
1: Those were good though. They were
0: good. Did we have that many though? I don't. There think There so. are five dozen deviled eggs. There my, no, I there
1: might no. What did mom do with all eggs? What'd she do? I don't know. What'd she do she with them? Give them to dogs. <laughs> um, making her own Starbucks money. She's, <laughs> she's like she's so out there in the me. corner. Yeah. Can <laughs> I get some eggs? Hello. Um, come get some. Anyways, so so yeah, so there are lots of different ways you can make money. There's lots of different ways you can save money. Which yes which we just
0: covered a little bit cool. yeah you, you can save a ton of money and if you really you know are you
1: know being thoughtful about things yes. there's, there is definitely like honestly yeah exactly it is give and take because you're still feeding your animals you have to pay for hay and yeah uh, definitely you know, goat chow or whatever oh, speaking of feeding your animals one way to save money mm-hmm. would be
0: to make sure you have a feeder that is going to be consistent with saving as much of your hay as possible because it like has
1: the drop down oops sorry the your drop goats
0: down. and i don't know about i mean i know goats are picky little yeah you know what so bees picky little so bees and they're if you if they can they'll just eat all that leafy stuff oh, yeah. off the alfalfa and like oh that's straw stuff Ugh, blah who needs that and so it just drops onto the ground if you have those just those normal like bar feeders that hang on the fences Anyways, and terrible they feeders. Won't eat it, terrible yeah. feeders. What you need is a feeder where there's like a catch, catch system yeah. at the bottom to where it catches. And then if you see there's stuff in the bottom, you don't feed your goats until they eat that. <laughs> it's called tough love, people.
1: You know, you, you, you know are what eating we, that you know before I feed do? you again. So We have our our dairy goats that are super picky. you yeah. know, That we milk, and they're like, I only want the really good stuff. Oh yeah. And, and then we have so all awful. Uh, they are such little, little you know, brats. Yeah. And so we take all the straw stuff and we give it to our fat goats because they'll eat literally anything. And so the fat goats get. They like get in my belly. Yeah, fat goats get all the fat they goats. They like don't care. But and I mean they graze as well, and like, yeah. they have a bunch of stuff. They they're literally they're huge. They're huge. They look like they're pregnant. So they probably don't mm-hmm. need any of that. But we give it to them twelve months of them. the year, <laughs> every year. Yeah, they're huge. Like I'm like, what is wrong with you? Uh, I don't know. Um. So yeah, I think we covered a lot. If you guys have any other questions, obviously. Um, yeah, there's always ways to get a
0: hold of us. You can comment here on our podcast. You can comment on our blog on ourkindofhomesteading.com. You can comment on our Facebook page, Our Kind of Homesteading. Oh, and we'll put up a Or little, you can email um, us.
1: What, why can't I think of the name of what it's called? A little what thing. What is it? The thing for the homesteading layout. Uh, a map? A map. Sorry. I'll just hit that hurt. It's a hard word. It's a, a map. map. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Dora. <laughs> um so yeah we'll we'll put oh up a little layout gosh. on our blog if you want to check it out on how um some people choose to lay out their homestead again it's like you can pick and choose you can look at different ones actually maybe maybe we can put up our two homesteads as well That's like the idea. layout of our homesteads well, and what how works do we for draw? us we both suck at drawing though i don't suck at drawing but you don't No.
0: Oh. I think I can do that. You do? Yeah. What you Well, we'll, said, see. Are you about? I just well, we'll see, everybody. We'll see how it goes. Or you'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll see. Or you won't, because we won't put it because it sucked. Um. Or you won't. <laughs> you should be happy with that. Yeah. You, you
0: <laughs> Count yourself lucky.
1: Uh, all right. Anyways, it well, was nice talking to all yeah, of you. Thanks
0: for joining us, and happy homesteading. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye, guys.